Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And we are talking about mastering limitless potential with a new energy modality. We certainly hope you are feeling empowered and inspired by these quantum conversations and hold on to your hat because this is where we level it up. I know we are all feeling the greatest call of the heart in the current energies at this very sacred gateway to truly step it up, to level it up, to stand in a leadership way. And this is leadership of new earth. If you're listening, you know exactly what that means deep in your heart. So I invite you today to experience this new energy modality that completely opens us up to limitless possibility. I've had the beautiful opportunity to experience this in my personal life, and I say get ready because the changes come, the visions come, the inspiration comes, the wisdom from within you comes. So please welcome my next guests, Paul and Holly Marwood, who bring this new modality along with a channeled session from a higher dimensional being, Ishtara. Let's welcome Paul and Holly to Quantum Conversations. Hello. Welcome, both of you. Hello, Loren. Hello, Loren. Hello, audience. Lovely being able to be here today. Yes, this is lovely, and what a beautiful way to move into this next phase of everyone's life with this powerful tool. It is an ascension tool, and it came to you through Ishtara, who is a higher dimensional being. We're going to get to a message from Ishtara, but this all begins with the both of you. And Paul, also an awakening, a shift, an acceleration in your life as here you were a scientist, an engineer, uh, 
and you have now been on a mission to bring this new modality to our planet. So I would like you both to share your personal story. Thanks, Lorraine. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in first, and then I'll let my lovely wife uh, take over from there. Um, you know, you're so spot on. I've, I've been lucky enough to have, I guess, seeing two sides of the coin, because I used to be an electrical, electronic engineer, so very left-brained, all into the computer stuff. And, you know, our soul, we're always on our path, and so, you know, there was a point in time where um, a, a serious car accident um, technically should have killed me, but I, I wasn't my exit point and um, created a, a Kundalini awakening. And um, that, I suddenly went to a place where, you know, previous to that accident, I kind of was very logical and thought psychic people, you know, really smoked far too much pot and they should, you know, go and get a, go and get a real job, go and, go and build something, you know. And so suddenly after the accident... Uh, I just, my world was just literally turned upside down, seeing non-physical beings, talking unusual languages, having out-of-body experiences, connecting with my past lives. Um, so, you know, that kind of really threw a whole new spin on what my experience of reality was. And luckily I had someone come into my life that could guide me through this so I didn't check myself into a lunatic asylum because <laughs> that, that occurred to me on several occasions. Um, but, was it you know, like a near-death experience or different where afterwards you could just see these non-physical beings? You, you know, the interesting piece about that is that I was basically stationary in a car on the side of the road and, and another car hit, uh, hit us at 60 miles an hour. So, And I happened to be wearing a racing harness at the time, so technically I should have been locked into my seat and my seat ended up only being about sort of eight inches wide after the accident, so to speak, was mm. all completely crazy. And I was walking around the car outside afterwards, not too badly damaged. So there's some question as to how and what happened, whether I was taken out or whatever it may be. You don't remember? It, no, I don't remember any of that. You know, I, mm. I, I remember up to the point where I could see the car approaching us and then the rest of it has basically been this sort of nothing for two weeks, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there's this void piece, and um, but you know the the truth of the matter is is what it's done is it's allowed me to shift to the this really beautiful spiritual life and see both sides of the coin, and um, and from there you know that allowed me to be attracted to a particular healing modality which was really the universe using its ability to attract me to the United States because I lived in Australia at the time. And then um, as soon as I arrived in the United States at this event, because it was just a, a competition that I won and it brought me to the United States, to Los Angeles, and my lovely wife happened to be uh, one of the um, associate instructors at this event, and literally I instantly fell in love with her even though I wasn't specifically looking for a wife at the time and she wasn't, she just got out of a relationship and she wasn't really looking for a partner or a husband either. Um, I instantly fell in love with her. I moved away from the person that I was speaking to at the time quite rudely so I could introduce myself to Holly. And, you know, basically shadowed her for several days before she realized that she had this shadow 
um, that was always trying to communicate with her. And, um, you know, I guess long story short, you know, nine days later I proposed to her and, and she said <laughs> yes. Um, wow. I tend not to rush into things like that and neither does Holly, but, you know, it was, it was I guess it was really, it was meant to be, you know, when you connect with someone at multiple levels, the, the energetic, the soul, like the chemistry, the past life, you know, everything. And so, um, and that's brought us to this new place of this very rapid spiritual acceleration and growth and what's happened and um, um, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll hand I'll hand Holly on now so she can she can share her piece <laughs> acceleration indeed absolutely that's when the vibes are right and, the, and we know all is well and you are in the flow so Holly yes please share your perspective of this well, not nearly so dramatic, I will say. <laughs> no car accidents and instantaneous Kundalini awakenings for me. Um, you know, my my life actually, most of it as a, an adult was spent actually as a mom at home. Um, I've been, since I was a late teenager, so very interested in alternative, quote-unquote, I mean, it's my mainstream. It's, a, you know, out in the world it's called alternative way of being, you know, eating, healing, thinking. I've been on a journey of self-discovery for as long as I can remember and and healing. And um, I, after many years being a mom at home, it was time for me to get back to work. I went back to school and got a teaching credential, and I taught uh, for six years, and that was all. Loved teaching, and that's really my passion is teaching and sharing that way. And then I was guided. I was on a one-person retreat. I was the one person in Hawaii and guided to my, quote-unquote, life's work. And that's where I ended up in this other healing modality where Paul and I met. And I was an associate instructor and developed a children's um, healing program while I was there. And after several years, it was time to move on. And it was in that time, in that transition time where it was time to move on that, that Paul and I met. And, um, but, and the, the more dramatic thing that I think is more germane, if you will, for today's conversation is it was in that same time period within a year or so of when Paul and I met that, um, that I started doing a lot of channeling. That that opened up just after that. And that was new. It was I referred to I have referred to myself, I don't anymore, as a very reluctant channel. It was not something I wanted to do. I know a lot of people and I'm sure a lot of your listeners aspire to that and um but for me I actually didn't feel like I wanted to do it. But I kept having them, whoever them is, because there's a whole lot of them, show up to talk to me. And I kind of uh, literally and metaphorically waved them away for many years. And then finally, it was time. And so the channeling really accelerated my understanding of myself, of life, of the ascension process. And um, just been, I'm really grateful now to be a channel for the those who want to share through me. And it started with this group called the High Council of Orion, and they helped bring through with a group of us something called the 111 activation. And it was the, at the end of that that Ishtara showed up, and we'll talk about her later. 
um, and she brought to us the, the universal sphere. And since then, it's been the angelic realm and, and others who I channel. I also, in the course of this time frame, <clears throat> got very involved with the Akashic Records, and um, I'm an advanced teacher of the Akashic Records also. So everything that we're about, that I'm very passionate about, is helping us to remove anything between us and the greatness of who we already are. Um, to really experience our infinity, experience our quantum beingness, experience what's already there in the field for us. And through everything we do, whether it's the universal sphere, which we're talking about today, or Akashic Records, or any of the soul activations, it's helping us become who we really already are, but we get to live it and be embodied with it while we're still here on the planet, we don't need to wait to transition to experience our goodness and our greatness. Beautiful. Absolutely fascinating. I saw on my computer 111, right when you were speaking about the 111 activation. <laughs> so it's really fascinating. Okay, well, isn't it fascinating, Holly, that you were in that transition time in your life? And so it's a beautiful reminder for anyone and everyone who is going through a transition in their life to expect great things because, look, at you weren't even expecting it, and you both met each other, and that is uh, a purpose that allowed you to assist humanity in such a deep and beneficial way. So I love that story. So we're going to talk about the universal sphere, as I mentioned, um, in my own life and experience with it. It's fascinating. So before we get there, I wanted to ask you, Holly, uh, more about Ishtara. And when you said you would wave uh, it off, how did you rec first of all what time frame what time of um what year or decade did this occur in and what was it like to become aware of the energy how did you decode what it was and understand and then cross that bridge into letting it flow through you oh that's a great question um so the channeling really began at the beginning of 2011, not that long ago. Interesting. Through at the end of 2011, but I will say before that, I had spent many, many, many years meditating and um, so was tuned into other dimensions, if you will, and had connections, if you will, with those on the other side. I would every now and then have people's loved ones who are crossed over show up and want me to share a message, and most of the time I said, no, I don't do that. Um, there were a few that I would share messages for because their guides or their crossed over loved ones were so strong they wouldn't leave me alone, so I would give in and do it. And, uh -huh. you know, it's <laughs> because just to get them off my back. Um, wow. Well, what but, would they do? They keep like showing up and impressing upon you. Yeah, it's it's honestly, I have to say to you, it's very hard to describe because any words I use are going to make. If I say I hear them in my head, 
it's not hearing it like you and I would be speaking. It's, I guess the best way for me, the way I channel is, it's a knowingness. And it's mm-hmm. a knowingness that it's not me. And it's also a knowingness that it's a benevolent energy because, um, I, and I, wo- I won't go too much down this bird walk, but one of the things that I think is massively, massively important for us now is to have boundaries as mm-hmm. we open up into um, realms beyond the physical because they're new to us and they're not that familiar to us. We know what feels right and what doesn't feel right in our 3D world, and I think there are a lot of people who open up into the non-physical dimension, and they think if you're non-physical, you're great, and it's quite frankly not true. So, mm-hmm. And by boundaries, I don't mean protective walls. I mean I work on keeping my energy and my light so strong that anyone who comes near me, <laughs> um, they have to be good and they have to be of the right vibration. I also have my main guide who really is almost like my gatekeeper. And so I know if I'm hearing anything from anyone in the non-physical realm, they've already gotten through my main guide, and um, so I know they're okay, if that makes sense. It It gets into a pretty big esoteric conversation, but also the way when I receive messages, they tend to give them to me in... Again, language really slows down the process here, but it's almost like informational chunks where mm-hmm. I see the whole picture, I feel all the parts of it, and then it takes me a little while to decode it and actually say it because speaking is very slow. It, it's very laborious, and our language is limited. So they're, they give me this whole chunk of information, and then... I get it in its totality, but then I have to explain it. it that, that's probably the best way I could explain it to you. Does that help? Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, some people call those downloads. So those who um, don't know if they're getting downloads or not, that helps explain it. It's this inner knowingness. And actually, I love how you explain it as you're really aware of your own energy and the energy in the realms outside of the physical and you can discern that and so that's important and that's where all of us are moving into as we hone those skills too so it's always interesting to hear how that works for you okay and boundaries yes boundaries are very good healthy boundaries even in the physical but good all right everywhere may i add one more thing to that too is that um well, in, in terms of boundaries, you know, I think we've we've been taught or some of us have been taught to protect ourselves. So in this sense, it's like putting a moat or a big brick wall around ourselves. Yeah. But really, if our light is so strong, if we're so solid in who we are and that level of confidence, we don't have to have a wall up. It's just this this force of light, if you will, that... that the things that are not light are not going to really bother us. But I, here's the key also that that when Paul and I and these other group of people were together when the High Council of Orion first started coming in, and that was really where I broke down, if you will, my barrier and my, my willingness to channel opened up with the High Council of Orion. What happened was they gave us information, 
And we played with it, and we dug into it, and we applied, applied it to our lives, and it made our life feel better. We felt good. We felt positive. It felt like a contribution. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's my key when people say, well, how do you know it's good? If you feel better, mm-hmm. if you feel more confident, if you feel like you're handling your life better with the information you're receiving, then you can assume, in my mind, that it's higher vibrational. If you feel worse, if you're afraid, if it's, if it's taking you down a rabbit hole that does not bring you into an expanding, um, better place, then I would, I would dismiss them and, and order them out of your space. And, and that really is very simply the key. Do you feel better? Because when I look at us in our ascension process, we're moving to embody more, and ultimately we're moving into this field of unity that's light and love. Now, we may not fully embody that yet, but if we're moving more to light and love and we're listening to these non-physical beings, they should be moving us closer to that. And if they're not, then they're probably not the, the right people, if you will, for you. Because I feel this process, we should always be feeling better, more positive, more confident, um, and and more that all's right in the world, even if the world is a little rocky, that we can trust in the space of the universe and the ascension process. Yes, beautiful. So they give the information, and you liked it. It changed your life, and that is what all channeling is, and it accelerated your understanding of yourself and of life, and it's given you an ascension tool that we're going to experience tonight on a group level. Paul, you're going to lead us through that. But we also would love to talk about Ishtara, and these are higher beings. So let's hear how Ishtara came to you. And again, I just want to say this window in the 2012 gateway, actually the 11-11-11 gateway, and the 12-12-12, that really uh, is that window of your acceleration in the great shift. And that's fascinating. So Ishtara, how did uh, this group come about? So Ishtara, for me, shows up as a singular person, although when she channels, as people will hear, she often refers to her, it's almost like she refers to herself as a we but she does show up for me as a singular person. She started showing up at the end of the first year I really opened up to channeling. So it was actually almost to the day. Actually, it might be today. Hang on. I'm looking at my calendar. Wow. I think it's, it's today. That would, you know what? That Again, that gives me goosebumps. <laughs> this it is was not today. planned. It was on September 14th. <laughs> wow. Isn't it? 2011. Well, just past the and 12, 12 was, of 2011. Wow. Yeah, so she came through. Um, as I said, a group of us had been getting together regularly, bringing through um, this soul activation called the 111 activation. And in that time, it was all channeled through the High Council of Orion. I mean, as well as the group. But, I mean, in terms of channeled sources, it was coming from the High Council that we knew of. So that night we were together, and I believe the High Council of Orion channeled, but then it was pretty clear there was someone, quote-unquote, else in the room. And um, so I opened up to that, and 
She was a very, very strong female presence. Mm. Paul, and who was in the room, has a different experience of this because <laughs> uh, my voice was so powerful when I first started channeling her, it kind of pushed everyone back a bit. I'll, I'll jump in here. We were almost <laughs> on the edges of our seat, biting our nails almost in, in, I wouldn't say fear, but excited fear because suddenly Holly was so loud and so powerful. So. <laughs> and <laughs> so you'd never heard that. Yeah, you'd never heard that from her before. No. Not channeling. Um, but so wow. she, she started talking to us, and we assumed that at that time it had to do with the 111 activation because that had been a focus at that point for literally 11 months of the year we had been developing this. So we really felt it had to do with that. And then mm-hmm. she started talking to us about this thing that – she called the universal sphere. Now, there were four or five of us in the room that night, and collectively we had many, many, many decades, quite frankly, of very high-level healing experience. So when she started saying something, I have to say, honestly, we were like, "Mm mm-hmm, really? We were, I guess, a little maybe arrogant, like, what are you going to show us that we don't already know, I guess. Mm. And nobody said that, but it was... (laughs) You know, really, because it was it's very simple, and the most profound thing I've ever connected with is the universal sphere. But what she did is we always had a massage table up in the room where we were getting together. So one by one, everyone else, not me because I was channeling, somebody laid down on the table, somebody else did a universal sphere, and one by one, people were getting off the table and also doing it following her guidance saying, well, that was different. Um, so we didn't really know the profound things she handed us that evening. She taught us all about the basics of how to do it in that one evening. And initially, again, because it was coming in this whole 111 activation time, we assumed it was connected with it. So we moved forward with it connected, if you will, and it didn't take us long. It was literally like a month or two before we realized it it stood alone. And since then, Ishtar has continued to work with us, and it has continued to grow. I mean, when she first taught it to us, she said we were in nursery school. And now she says we're in third grade, which is funny. It's not demeaning at all. The point of it is, what what I love about it is, it's, more than a modality, but that's the best way to describe it. But it's a way of being that continues to expand and grow with us to allow us to drop all our barriers to our our place of being in our I am presence. Um, and it happens slowly. It happens momentarily. It happens in this moment, in this way. But, but we'll talk more about that um, in a minute. But Ishtara herself refers to herself as an ancient Egyptian warrior priestess. She comes from the time of Isis, and what she has explained is that she and I have been together in many lifetimes, working together, and also in times like now where one of us is in the physical and one of us is in the non-physical. And so she's really this incredible, beautiful, 
loving guide who has brought us the universal sphere and a whole lot more because she's constantly teaching us about a new way of being and thinking and relating to the world around us that's allowing us to live in a better place than we've ever lived before. And I'm almost 60, so I have some years behind me to say, you know, this is the best place I've ever lived in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So beautiful. Your story is amazing. Opening up to the non-physical realms and accelerating your ascension and bringing through this powerful tool so that people can really be this way. As you said, it's a way of being. We're going to be able to experience a group process with Paul on the Universal Sphere, but it would just be wonderful to bring through Ishtara. We would really like to be inspired about the leadership. No matter whether we're in a female or a male form, we're feeling it. And it does require the divine feminine energies. So now would be a good time to bring her in. While Holly's just uh, shifting just so she can be in that place of channeling Ishtara, just to um, let the audience know, um, Holly is what we would call a, a conscious channel, so there's still a part of her here. Um, she's not what we would call, say, a trans channel, where she pretty much completely leaves her body and, and uh, in this case, Ishtara comes in and takes over. So mm-hmm. um, Holly's a little bit present, but she uh, doesn't remember too much usually afterwards on the main rememberer and uh, and recorder so to speak um but so here she is okay greetings great beings of light greetings are welcome space as we see you you're welcomed into the space that feels like we're all together, regardless of distance, on this planetary form at this time. And at this time is a great remembering, a great allowing, and a great becoming. You're remembering the greatness of who you are. You're remembering your true nature that true divine nature that lives in the space beyond limitation, lives in a unified field. And within that, one knows and one hears that you're a spiritual being having a human experience. But what does that really mean? For it's, it's a wonderful idea that's very inspiring And yet, at the same time, what the heck does that mean if in that moment in time you feel very human? You feel very victimized, if you will, by your circumstances. And yet, the way you are seen and known in your fullness is as a great being of light. And this is why you will always be referred to as a great being of light through Ishtara, for we see you in your truth. 
And as we see you in your truth and as the vibration of the message comes, you get to feel and connect with that at a greater level in this moment in time. Now, one of the things that is vital for your progress, your ascension, is really coming into the space of understanding why you're here having a polarized experience. This is a land of duality, is it not? It's a land of polarity. It's a place where you can be well and unwell. It's a place where you can go up and down. You can, it's a place where you can feel love and unloved, successful and not successful in whatever way you want. It is a great place to be at the leading edge of your growth. For when you look at polarity in your life, if you reflect back on the places where you have had the greatest growth in your life, the greatest expansion in your awareness, the great, greatest experience of finding new resources for yourself, almost every single one of you would say it's when your back was up against the wall. It was when you were, had a blow given to your heart or your life experience that came out of the blue and you had no resource except to find new resource. So what happens over time is you spend a lot of lifetimes here. And so this dimension of polarity, many of you are tired of it. You know something else is possible but you don't quite know how to get there. So here's a key in getting there. Instead of seeing yourself as separate from this field of unity, begin to feel, envision, imagine, expand your awareness that this is a little tiny slice of a field of unity. Unity is not out there just like God's not out there. Source energy is you, flows in you, all of it's there. And so when Ishara is teaching, some favorite words are solution energy. Some favorite words are playing in the field of infinite possibilities. And so when you consider that you live in an abundant, unified field of infinite possibilities, and yet you're having a polarity experience in this incarnation, how do you get out there? Where, that's where the goodness is, right? And we say out there, it's not out there. It's within you, but how do you discover it? And part of it is, in this moment in time, is considering this. If you... Think of some place in your life where you're stuck. It could be in relationship, money, a decision you want to make. Some place where you're not sure how to move, when to move, what the right thing is. And up to this point in time, if you're quote-unquote stuck, it means you haven't found the solution yet. You haven't had that right piece of information come in for you yet. 
So if you breathe in deeply and literally feel your energy field move outward in an expansive direction, and you do it through imagining, just feel it moving outward. Immediately, you might feel yourself take a little bit deeper breath. Immediately, you might feel a little lighter in your emotions. And feel that outward movement and now say to yourself, in considering whatever this challenge is, I'm having an experience with polarity that's not feeling so comfortable right now. I wonder what solution energy can bring to me in this moment in time from the field of infinite possibilities. I wonder what solutions are possible that I haven't considered or haven't come into my awareness at this time. Now, just considering it and just asking the questions is all it does to begin to open your field away from the conclusions and the judgments. And as you do this, your energetic field is literally opening up to allow for more. Now, does it mean in this instantaneous moment you have clarity? Some might. But what if you ask and you wonder and you're curious about solution energy and the field of infinite possibilities and the outward flow of your energy instead of the inward flow of your energy? That outward flow of your energy connects you to that field of infinite possibilities. And what if tomorrow you get the right phone call? Or in two or three days' time, you might see the ad on the Internet, which is exactly the answer you've been waiting for. Or maybe suddenly you have clarity and ease to take action that you had never done before. You might have known it was a choice, but you, you're, the flow of your energy didn't go there yet. Now, so why is this being discussed today? Because there is so much about this ascension process that's not hard. When you see it from the point of view of energy flow, let's look at the universe as a model. The universe is what? Ever-changing, ever-expanding, and growing. And you are a universal being. And so when you're in a place that's upsetting, where you're judgmental against yourself, maybe being hard on yourself because you're in a pattern that you just don't know how to get out of, no matter how many times you've tried and no matter all the circumstances you've brought into your life to, to crack that nut, when you're hard on yourself or you've had an upsetting experience, if you feel your energy, you, you can become aware that your energy is flowing inward, almost imploding. Maybe your uh, gut goes in and your solar plexus feels bogged down. It, it, it creates a burdensome feeling. And that's because it's flowing inward. Your energy is flowing inward relative to that experience. And there's no judgment about it. These human experiences can cause your energy to flow inward and become hard. 
and where you really want to crack the nut and you don't know how to do it yet. It's very easy to be against yourself in these really long-standing situations. But when you look at the flow of the universe, which is what you're all striving to do and be and become, it flows outward. So if you want to get into the flow of the universe, You don't always need to wait for the circumstance to change. You can literally change the flow of your energy, and which does happen in the universal sphere, but you can do it even without the universal sphere in this moment. For if you feel yourself imploding with your energy, take a breath in, pull your shoulders back, and and feel and visualize and imagine the expansiveness of your energy. Imagine the flow moving outward, breathing in deeply, creating that outward flowing space in your physical body and feeling it open out. And then just ask yourself questions. Questions create movement, don't they? For when you ask a question, you're open to all different kinds of answers. So Questions, by definition, are very expansive, and the answers are where the energy stops. So be in the question of, I wonder what solution energy can deliver to me in the field of infinite possibilities, and that outward flow of your energy allows more to come in. It takes you out of the decisions of hardship or conclusions about hardship or stuckness and you can breathe easy and play with it and play being in that playful outwardly moving expansive energy creates lightness in your field lightness in your motions and helps you move more consciously and tangibly into this field you're already existing in this field of infinite possibilities where duality is suspended there because you have it's not a space where you need to learn in the field of infinite possibilities all the all the halves are together if you will so the the yin and the yang is complete if you will in that space and so what you're looking for is an energy of solution that creates the flow out into a greater experience of the universe and the energies in your life and inherently in your vibration, that's the foundation of all of it, moving in a direction that matches the inherent movement within the universe. I can feel the energy of solution right there as you shared that most empowering message and I hope everyone is feeling the empowerment from it again this is very simple and important and we really are in charge of our energy Ishtara thank you for that beautiful beautiful message it's almost as if you could read into our question this evening That really was how we stand in our power. And it begins with playing with this unified field. 
And that is what the universal sphere does. Can you speak about the universal sphere a, a little bit more for us? The universal sphere is allowing you to play in the field of infinite possibilities in your space. Now, that's a very simple way to say it. But what, what's happening in a very general sense with the universal sphere is you're dissolving the boundary in your own vibrational field from the, the boundary between the awareness and the perception of only 3D and expanding it out once again into this field of infinite possibilities so that your life experience centers in you vibrating with the greatest choice possible, the greatest energetic choice possible. And what's beautiful about it also is sometimes your life doesn't even need to change. And yet, because you are vibrating from this place of greater possibility, you also have a greater emotional possibility as well where your life can be the same and suddenly you see it through new eyes in a new way so that you're not requiring circumstances to change because you've found that wholeness within you that you can apply to wherever you are and whatever situation you are. So the universal sphere is is an experience that you can vibratorily bring into your own field and yet it goes way beyond that because what it also can do is work with you in all the areas of your life. It can work with you in terms of healing relationships. It can work with you in terms of having different work environments. And that doesn't always mean that you have to change your job. This is something that works on literally every single aspect of up-leveling life in this dimensional realm. The universal sphere can be used in your home, with your pets, in your garden. It can be used for others whether known or unknown, to support them and expand, help them expand into a greater experience of life in their ease and their flow. And this is why it's hard to say it's a modality. And yet it's also hard to understand that it's a way of life. But can you see that if you begin to see the world through the idea that every moment as you open up to being in a field of infinite possibilities and feeling that solution energy is always at hand, even if you haven't quite connected with the solution in the moment, that changes how you feel confident in your life. It gives you greater clarity. It allows you to trust yourself. It allows you to trust other people who are journeying their exact way. The universal sphere allows you to take other people off the hook sometimes too so that your happiness is not dependent on what they're doing or not doing. 
it's really this powerful tool of allowance of your field of infinite possibility and everyone else's because to get quite esoteric and metaphysical about it as you're up-leveling your experience of your infinity, you're allowing everyone and everything that comes within your space in this dimension to have a greater possibility of experiencing that as well. For this is a collective experience. For within the unified field, all is the same, right? So within that space in time where you're expanding into your field of infinite possibilities, the entire entirety of humanity and consciousness gets closer to experiencing that as well. Beautiful. Ishtara, thank you, thank you, thank you. We look forward to our audience inviting questions to be asked of you, and we'll get to that in a moment. I feel it would be a beautiful time to experience the universal sphere for the group because it does work in the unified field on a collective level. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ishtara. Okay, so what I'd just like to do, uh, just fill the audience in a little bit here, is um, what I'm going to do is do a group experience with the Universal Sphere. So it allows everyone who's listening to us now and everyone that will be listening to us in the replay. The wonderful thing about what we're playing with here, because as many of you know, as soon as you start to get out of this dimensional realm and we deal more in the higher dimensions, the multiple dimensions, and also the quantum field, we're within starting to operate out of time and space as we refer to it here in this realm. So the this beautiful experience now works just as well in the replays and you quite often people we've had you know, many people that have listened to replays say they listen to the same replay over and over and over again. They enjoy it. It just gives them a wonderful sense of peace and relaxation and, and centeredness in the moment. So um and just to let everyone know, I encourage you now, just as I'm talking, find yourself into a nice relaxed space you know you don't have to be laying down you can be just sitting down or just simply be relaxed allow yourself to move to a place of feeling the universal sphere exists beyond the place of the mind so it doesn't exist in that space at least our mind at our 3d level so our place of feeling is where we can really connect to it at a greater level and what i encourage everyone to do now is just check in with yourself see how you feel now how how does your body feel? How do your emotions feel? How does your, 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 your psyche feel? So just see how you feel now, and then we'll, we'll, I'll ask the same question at the end. So you've literally like got yourself a little bit of a comparison test just for some fun here. And there will be some little moments here. It'll take me about sort of five minutes or so to do a group sphere. There will be a few moments where... There will be a little bit of silence, but I'll chime in from time to time and give, just let you know a few things. Um, so essentially for you as the audience, all you need to do is just sit back, relax, be in this beautiful openness, allow yourself to be in the place of feeling and just be receiving. Be in that place of being and receiving and then I'll be doing the universal sphere here. So 
Let's all take a nice deep breath in, and as you breathe in, draw some beautiful bright light into yourself. Whatever, whatever color you choose or whatever you might see, beautiful bright light, allow that to come into you because you primarily are this beautiful light being. And as you breathe out, just let any of the busyness of your day just flow out with your out breath. And just as your out breath goes away from you, just see that things just get smaller and smaller as they go further away. And take another deep breath in. And as you do so, draw even more beautiful bright light into yourself. Allow that light to flow wherever it needs to, to nourish not only your physical but also your light bodies. And breathe out. And just, again, any of the busyness of the mind, just let it flow out with the out breath and just flow away. And take another beautiful deep breath in, drawing even more light to yourself. And as you do so, feel as you become more expansive, almost you're starting to go beyond the boundaries of your physical body and you feel lighter. And breathe out. Just as you breathe out, let your focus move to the place of your heart and just be in that place of feeling by your heart. And just allow... Remember, we're in this place of beautiful subtleness now. And while I'm saying this, I'm creating the universal sphere for the group. And most people, as this happens and as you are immersed in what Ishtara calls the perfect universal resonance, the best way we can describe this in words while they don't do it justice, is the perfection of all that is. Everything that we know and everything that we don't know. Just allow yourself to be immersed in this beautiful vibratory field, the perfect universal resonance. People may feel a beautiful, calm, centeredness coming over you. I won't say anything more because I don't want to put anything in your mind. Just allow yourself to feel. You are in this place, again as Ishtara mentioned earlier, allow yourself to feel expansive, expanding out. Allow yourself to start to feel that of the unified field around you. place. It may start to feel familiar. It may even 
almost feel like you're coming home. Your mind comes into the equation, just bring your focus back to your heart. Go back to that place of feeling. Back to that place of receiving. Feel this beautiful, expanded place where you are now. Enjoy. Do you remember the real you? feel as you're receiving this beautiful group universal sphere. You may sense or feel sensations. And if you don't, that's perfectly fine. This is where this place of trusting and knowing that it's happening anyway. In this place of opening up your heart, in this place of feeling and receiving, now take a deep breath in. And as you do so, just allow yourself to feel more of your physical body, almost come back into your body, and breathe out, and breathe in. And as you breathe out, you may just gently wiggle your fingers and toes, allows a little bit more of a connection to your physical body. And whenever you're ready, you may just it up, open your eyes very gently, and from this place, just check in with yourself again now, how do you feel, do you feel the same as you felt five minutes ago, or do you feel more centered, more relaxed, more connected, it's this place that's a little bit more subtle, but there's this Beautiful, calm, clear, centeredness. Feel the shift. So I encourage you, just allow this just for a bit of fun. To compare the difference. And that's an example of the group universal sphere. I hope you enjoyed it. 
Beautiful. Thank you so much for that, Paul. The energy is definitely moving from that. Changes could be subtle in what people feel, but palpable. Absolutely familiar. And we are allowing and receiving this universal sphere. Okay, so we got to taste that experience. You shifted the vibration, absolutely. And I hope that that answered the question from someone in our audience, Alexis, about how to quiet the mind in meditation. That experience right there, that focus, that being in that light, allowing it and receiving that universal sphere, it did slow the thoughts. So we hope that helped. Beautiful experience. You know, Lorraine, we actually have many practitioners who are, have done many, many years of meditation, and, and most, of this, most of them very lightheartedly say they all do the universal sphere first because it gets them into the most amazing places in, their, in their, themselves, their inner journey, and then they continue on doing their meditation practice. So, you know, it's, it's a beautiful way, and I, and I certainly hope that helps Alexis and anyone else in the audience who's wondering the similar question. Okay, thank you. So now let's talk a little bit more about how we can utilize this to really step into the leadership roles or the passion and purpose of what we know we're here to do. This is in the field of limitless possibilities, and that experience right there connected us to this on an energetic level. And I love how Ishtara always said to call in the solution energy because that is where we will open up and be inspired. And so you work with people, and you, again, you did this with me on a one-on-one -on -one level, and that was interesting in my own life how inspiration came, clarity, um, when we go to expand we definitely have to clean up these areas where we are blocked and we can begin to see where we definitely are blocked or belief systems that are holding us back. So those who are in the audience, I know that you've got personal sessions for everyone, but how can people use this universal sphere into really standing in their power and their I am presence? I'm, 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 this is Holly. I'm back. Hi, Holly. <laughs> um, yeah, so one of the things that, you know, so the universal sphere can literally be, Paul and I do them every single morning when we wake up, uh, often do them at night. And what it's doing as we use them, and this is why it's, you know, if we look at ourselves as I, our I am presence is a presence that is beyond limitation. And and it's always with total understanding and awareness. And, and I think I say that also because, you know, there are oftentimes we have experiences delivered up. A lot of us are waiting for a life that every moment is filled with bliss bunnies, as I call them, um, and no 
struggle or strife. And quite frankly, our our learning is requires that tension, if you will, from having some of those more challenging experiences. But what it does is it helps us maneuver through all these things a lot more gracefully. And when we do, we we grow in our confidence and our sense of personal power, not an overpowering power, but in that trust of I know who I am, I know what I'm here to do, I have a way to connect with one step and the next and the next. It's a field of learning to really trust ourselves and who we are as a unique being of light. We've all heard this before, but there's no one like us. And so our light, whoever we are, the way we're here to shine it, is really important to the fabric of the universe. So as we connect with and allow for that greatness, transcending all of our limitations, they're going to come up. So the thing is, we're here we are in polarity. Things are going to come up. But how do we navigate our way through them with more ease, with more grace, with more understanding? I mean, even just in the last couple of weeks, Paul and I have had a couple of challenges that have come up. But what I found is really fun about it, I mean, not that the challenges themselves were fun, but the way I observed myself literally thinking, wow, this is this is horrible. I'm not happy with this. But there's something good in it. There, there's something that's going to be better as we uncover and unravel this that's going to be way better than if it hadn't happened at all. So it's that kind of thinking that gives us a, what I call buoyancy. I love the word buoyancy because, you know, we are these little corks bobbing in the ocean of consciousness. We're going to get beaten around a little bit, but the things that we do and the way we believe and the way we can work with our energy to become more buoyant, um, again, gives us that confidence that we're on the right track, that the universe is in favor of us, and that we're in favor of us as well, more more important than anything else, that we're on our side. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's empowering. Okay, beautiful. Thank you for that, Holly. So let's let's work with Alexis here. She was feeling in that process. She was feeling towards the end. She was she, at first she was feeling neutral, but towards the end, feeling sorrow and started to cry, and is still crying. Sounds like she broke through a barrier there, or is working with something. Can you say why she is crying? And this could be for. Ishtara, if necessary, but uh, I'll let you answer that. Hey, Holly's just tuning into Ishtara. She's coming through, so I'll just give everyone mm-hmm. a heads up. Okay. So first and foremost, dear soul, we ask you to be in a state of allowing because as one works with the energies of the universal sphere and is bringing in this more unified field, what happens with it is boundaries are dissolved. Old patterns, old memories from this lifetime and others begin to literally melt away, begin to have an escape valve, a place to release. 
And so from that point of view, it would be suggested now that your energy field is moving through some old sorrows, some old wounds that transcend this lifetime that will bring you to a greater place of freedom. And what's beautiful is the universal sphere also is not only working on our conscious mind level, it's working on our vibratory pattern, which means it can be unearthing and releasing and transcending and dissolving, if you will, those things that are in the unconscious and subconscious realms, not needing to have it be processed through the level of the human mind and consciousness, but allowing them to just release and flow away. So allow the sorrow to flow and feel the release and the peace on the other side of it without your mind needing to always understand it and feel that trust in yourself that it's letting go of the right thing in the right moment. Thank you. We hope that's helpful. And she also describes it as really more of self-pity. And that's that's a, what a lot of work, light workers and awakening ones feel, self-pity. And self-pity can come from a very legitimate source that could be said. For there are many light workers reawakening to their willingness to share their light again. For it's well known in a historical context that those who lived in their light had many, many experiences over multiple lifetimes of having it be disallowed one way or another. And disallowed is a very polite way of saying it. And so there are, and that creates angst, that creates a tension and a pull between who one is and in a sense who one is allowed to be. So this is a lifetime of coming back into wholeness coming back into the safety of I can be me in my light and I can finally shine my light and make the contribution that I'm intended to make. And yet the pity itself can be some residual sadness that comes from that tension, if you will, from all those lifetimes, quite frankly, of being judged, or misunderstood, or persecuted, and yet this time requires the dismantling or the dissolution of those old belief systems. And because one cannot move into an ascended place carrying the baggage of those oppressed times. And so looking at it and allowing yourself in that moment to feel sad and sorry for the the times when you couldn't share your light. You weren't allowed to. Society didn't allow you to in one way or another without punishment. So allow that to be in the space and know that you won't be stuck in it. You're allowing it to move through you. For it dissolves into the field of infinite light. Beautiful. Thank you, Ishtara. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And both Paul and Holly are doing beautiful work, bringing this into the field, showing people how to use this 
in their own lives and in their healing practices as well. So thank you. You've got practitioners all around the planet, growing number. And so um, let's talk now about how people can do some personal sessions with you. Paul, would you like to share more on what goes on in those personal sessions? It, it's quite unique because it doesn't take long to connect and then you hang up the phone and you're both, we're, we're still working in that unified field. Yes, you know, you, you, you touched on it very beautifully there, Lorraine. Thank you so much. Essentially, you know, just to help the audience understand a little bit about the session is the wonderful thing about the universal sphere is it really is quite quick and easy. We've been used to in the older ages, I'd say almost the Piscean, I, I apologize for saying older ages because, you know, literally in, in, in my world anyway, I've moved into the Aquarian and we're now moving to and looking forward. The 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 older Piscean aspect was very much procedural and, and almost male dominated and and so there was a, a piece that took time and many of us now who some people who may even be a little annoyed with the millennials as we call them because they don't want to work too hard they just expect everything and they want it now the truth of the matter is is they're actually more aligned with where we're going because we're not in, in the higher vibrations, we're not meant to struggle and we can create more instantaneously. So, and this, this uh, universal sphere, is, I would say, would be one of the next generation in, in the gifts that have been given to us on the planet. And it's quick and easy, but it's literally unlimited. And so in a session, you know, I would talk to you a little bit to explain, you know, any questions or answer any questions. And then we hang up and you get to, lay down and just be in that place of receiving and, and I would do a universal sphere for you. And because we're operating in the in the quantum field, in the unified field, where we're there working together, your higher self, my higher self, and, and you're literally immersed in this beautiful, perfect universal resonance. And you know, one of the beautiful things initially, at least when I work with people initially, is we we can create a little bit of a statement, you know, something that you might need some help in. And the reason why we do so is just simply to allow, we're dealing with the infinite consciousness, the infinite intelligence of the universe, so it knows exactly what you need. But in our humanness, sometimes it's nice to just uh, be able to steer it a little bit so we can observe within ourselves the shift. It, it helps us see the shift more easily because if we don't know what to look for, it's harder sometimes to see the shift. So, so mm -hmm. essentially, you know, I would just explain, you create a little bit of a statement and then we hang up and you just relax literally for 15 minutes and then you can get on with your day. And, and these sessions, it's as, it's as simple as that. And then afterwards, you know, you tend to see, feel, experience the shift within yourself, much like today, but to another level. And, um, and that's really as simple as it is. Yes, and it's it's fascinating. It really is beginning to resonate with those possibilities. Again, that solution energy. And it's fascinating what happens when you bring that in and watch that shift. It does accelerate, absolutely. And this is why it's called an, excel, an, an ascension tool. Beautiful. 
Well, thank you for that. So in your special offer, you've got three sessions, a couple of options, actually. One is three sessions, and then you've got a bundle with other teachings. Go over that quickly before we tune out and say goodbye. Thanks, Lorraine. Yes, um, as, as you said, there's for those of the people that just want to experience the universal sphere, I, you can organize an option one for three universal spheres with me. We, we do them at different times, obviously, probably allowing about a week or two weeks between, just so you can observe the shift within yourself between those. And then option two is really a much more complete package because, to tell you the honest truth, it's hard to explain the universal sphere. It's the real way that you get to know it is to experience it within yourself. And so the other packages, not only those three universal spheres sessions, so we, those are included in, the, in, the, in option two package, but also we invite you to attend one of our live online training classes where literally in four and a half hours we teach you to do the universal sphere in a multitude of ways. So before in earlier modalities, quite often you would spend months, even years, learning to master a modality. Now you can literally learn this in four and a half hours. And at the end of those four and a half hours, you really are a certified practitioner of the universal sphere. You can do it for yourself, for others, for different situations, all sorts of things. It's really incredible. And additional to that, so that's that piece. But, you know, between obviously now, whatever, if you choose to buy the package and, and the actual class. We have two classes. We have them pretty much every month, but there's one coming up in January the 14th, and there's another class on February the 11th. Um, but between now and those dates, as part of this package, we also have what we would call the Universal Sphere Quick Start Program. So what I've done is I've put together a whole lot of videos and information and channeling so that you can actually start to play with the universal sphere yourself. It's, it's like a, an early introduction into what we're going to be teaching you in that live online class. So you can play with it instantly and start to, to feel and experience it yourself. So that's also included in this bundle. And then additional just to, you know, because we've talked about Ascension and you have such an amazing Ascension audience here, Loren, we've also included a video and audio channeled Ascension teachings from the High Council of Orion, just so people can start to listen and connect into. And I'm sure all of you have already listened to many channelings before. So, you know, it's a wonderful opportunity to have a listen and just feel their energies and just feel if it feels right and just it's wonderful to receive additional information on helping us with our ascension because that's how I see you and that's how they've explained themselves to us, the High Council of Orion's ascension guides. So, and so is Ishtara. So, you know, it, it's a really complete bundle that allows everyone to experience all of that. And, you know, it's a special price. It's normally more than double this price. Uh, it, uh, we're offering it for 297 for the audience, Lorraine. That includes the three personal sessions and then the training to become a practitioner. So this is ways that people can take this out in the world and help others too. It's so empowering. Again, it's beautiful energies. Since when did I do that with you, Paul? It's been about um, three or four weeks. And I've made some great progress. It's It's almost like empowering in ways that it's like once and for all, you know, it's kind of like we get tired of it. Like Ishtara said, we are tired of duality. And so 
step up. We're tired of competition. We're tired of judgment. And so really to step up in our roles, to step up in new earth ways, this was empowering. So it's a beautiful modality, energy modality for people to use in their lives to feel empowered and to truly step into the I am presence that is beyond limitation. So thank you for that. And that's very affordable too for someone to use that in their healing practice. Do you have any tips or ideas for people as they use it as a practitioner? Yeah, I, I'd like to just add one thing because um, we talk about people being a practitioner, but and I know Paul just mentioned this, but practitioner, we immediately go to this place of like, I have a practice. I'm doing this as part of my business. And it really encompasses everyone. We probably have over half of the people who come and learn the universal sphere are applying it in their own life. Mm -hmm. And they more than half of them are only using it in their own life. But they're using it in their business. They're using it in their travel. They're helping their children. We've got some incredible stories about some things that have changed in children's lives as they've learned the universal sphere or, or their parents have been doing it for them. Pets love it. So I think more than half of our people, even though we refer to them as practitioners, are using it primarily just in their own life. But if you are somebody who likes to work with energy, um, it, it's incredible. We actually have had some doctors come through this and they tell us they've actually been using um, the universal sphere in their practice to help their patients make some progress that they hadn't made before as well. So it really Wonderful. is and doesn't need to say, I'm going out there and I'm going to be in exchange in with money to have the benefit of this. Um, mm -hmm. Being a practitioner just means you've learned how to do it and you're using it in your life in whatever way you're called to do. Okay. And, Lauren, if, and if I can just add to that too, Lauren, that, you know, the one of the really powerful things for the audience is that because we're dealing with shifting our vibration, the vibration of ourselves, our being, our consciousness, this is, Holly and I really believe in empowering people. And so mm -hmm. to have the opportunity to learn to do the universal sphere yourself, so to speak, then, you know, as we do spheres, we, we, it raises our vibration, raises our consciousness, shifts our experience. Sometimes life comes in and, and it can affect our vibration. And we might, it might lower again, for example. Probably not quite to where it was before, but it lowers. The advantage of learning the sphere as opposed to just receiving it is that you can then do a sphere literally in you know, five minutes and you're back up there again. It's, it's so incredible. It's so quick and easy. And so this is really the piece where we love empowering people to be able to do that whenever they want you know, and, and lifting their vibration. That's where the real progress happens. Mm -hmm. Lifting our vibration. Absolutely. And great change comes from that. We are in control of our energy. And this is a vibrational existence here. So thank you for this really wonderful tool. And thank you for your journey and sharing with us your story of your awakening. Again, in that beautiful shift of the ages in that 11 2011 and 2012 
gateway window. And isn't it just fascinating that today is the eighth anniversary of when Ishtara channeled through Holly. Again, that's just exquisite. Yeah, I really didn't even put it together (laughs) until we were on the call today. (laughs) I just love how that happens. It's so fun to see that. Well, so beautiful. Uh, Your special offer is available for those who are interested. Please check it out and see if that resonates with your heart. If it does, you can use these energies uh, to create great change in the world, in the lives of your life and your loved ones. I personally am using it in my business. And, Paul, you've offered more sessions. I'm going to take that take you up on that and do that too because in just one session with you great strides have been made and I so appreciate that and am in gratitude for you for that so thank you both for being here I'd like you to just share some closing words as we say goodbye Holly's just tuning into Ishtara just so she can give a closing message But while she's doing so, Lorraine, thank you so much for allowing us to be on this wonderful series, Quantum Conversations, and allowing us to share what the information we have here to share. And it's such an honor to be talking with you, sharing with your beautiful audience. And, you know, thank you so much for this opportunity. And I'll hand it over to Ishtara. Thank you. My pleasure. In this moment, dear ones, Allow yourself to open up to trusting in yourself and trusting in the goodness of all that's around you and holding steadfast to that and holding steadfast to the idea and the reality of the transcendence of your light. As they say, you've got this. You will get there. Your ascension is not fragile. It's not teetering on the edge of whether you're going to make it or not. You will. And living with that faith and that trust in yourself and in the universe will allow you to move mountains. Feel yourself as blessed as an expansive being of light each and every day, knowing that you will get home again. Beautiful. Thank you, Ishtara, for words of wisdom and beauty and empowerment. And I want to thank both Paul and Holly Marwood for this quantum conversation playing in the unified field. Thank you both so much. Thank you, Lorraine. Thank you, Lorraine. Love and blessings to everybody. We will have you back both on the show. There is not enough time in our show tonight for all the questions and wisdom we'd like to have with Ishtara. So thank you, and we'll see you again soon. Namaste. Now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart, remembering the message from Ishtara. Trust in yourself and the goodness that is all around you and hold on to this 
You got this.
Thank you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.
The conference is now completed. Goodbye.